Hello and welcome to this month's Same Page interview. My name is Harvey Lindsay and today I am joined by Abby Labello and Helen Lewis from the Diverse Book Awards. Just to start off, you two, where are you both at the moment and uh, how are things there? Um, I'm in London. I live in Stoke Newington and Hackney. Um, yeah, things fine here. I live on a very busy, like not a high street, but almost, and lots of Turkish peoples and they're, they've they've just been out and about this whole lockdown living life so you know it's just been busy continuously so yeah but all, all is well apart from that and I am in very rural part of Kent um kind of near to Canterbury and um life is busy because the kids are off <laughs> so I've got two kids and it's we're right bang in the middle of the summer holidays um but in terms of you know Covid and all that kind of jazz um it's been it's been really quiet around here. People have been very um, sort of isolating, shielding is the word, isn't it? And um, so, like you know, it's just been a very noticeable change in what would usually be quite a busy rural village life. But we seem to be getting slightly more back to normal now, slightly. It's always a good sign, isn't it? Up here in Wigtown, we've had, you know, it's usually quite a quiet rural community, but um, we've had quite a lot of tourists, which is nice to see again, like a step back towards mm. normalcy. Mm. So why did you two begin the Diverse Book Awards? It, it kind of came about a little bit by accident. Um, me and Helen were part of this awards process. I was, my book was part of it and Helen was in the PR and it was it was really not very well organized and a little bit traumatizing. Um, and we, we were just talking about like book awards, just how they work. And we were just like, oh, we could have done a better job. You know, that kind of, and me and Helen always think we could do a better job. That's just our <laughs> And um, I was actually just looking for awards for our books on the hashtag. Um, I was trying to find just uh, book awards that were suitable that we could afford as an indie publisher. And I remember just seeing just the Jalak prize as for diversity and that was it and I was like that's a bit weird that like this this whole industry is always banging about diversity and yet there's still only one prize for diversity so then I was like why don't we just do like a book award so we kind of spoke about it we were like yeah let's do it we were like let's do kids and um YA and adult we were like, let's do UK because as much as I love the US especially the US YA authors I feel like um, over here we celebrate them a lot and we don't really celebrate UK talent to the same level just you know just our opinion so we were like let's keep it UK based so we can we can one celebrate homegrown talent but also we can just see what's out there and what publishers actually do have these diverse books that aren't from the US and it was very interesting to see and I spent many hours trying to think of a very clever name and Helen was like why are we school the diverse book awards and I was like oh that's so boring why are we got an you know and that's what we thought it so I love coming up with names for things like I I just find that like the whole kind of starting up starting a business and and um, like building a brand I just get like a massive buzz from that which is probably why we've got so many brands and so many businesses we just have names I think that's what it is <laughs> I think diverse book awards is pretty good does what it says on the I chin that's what Helen said she said it says exactly what it is and I was like I wanted something a bit more like oh like what is that and that's that and then I couldn't think of anything so I was complaining about something I couldn't even think of and I was like, it's simple. we don't need to complicate it and I hated the name for ages and then I was like actually this makes a lot of sense 
it does make sense (laughs) so um what are um your two uh, backgrounds and how how do you know each other um well I my background is I started off as a journalist and I moved into PR I mean I'm 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 an old lady I'm in my 40s now so I I've been around old lady I'm I feel like it I've been around a long time um let's just say that so yeah, started off as a journalist, then worked, then moved into PR um, in sort of mid two thousands, and then um, started to do food books, and just fell in love with this whole kind of book world that I'd never ventured into before doing PR for for food books, and then started to do other books, and just like you know meeting authors, meeting publishers, kind of learning more about the industry. It's a it's really quite a fascinating industry, and I I used to work in you know food and drink journalism, and um, that's such a different so different to books and then yeah so Abiella and I met through my book PR agency which is called Literally PR I was at an event and um we we didn't actually meet at that event but her friend was helping her with like some promotion for her first book and we kind of connected after that and I did some PR for her book when it was just me just being a freelancer on my own and then we stayed in touch ever since and we started the author school in 2015 so it's probably about a year after meeting. No, not even that, about six months after meeting, we started our first. Yeah, because we met officially at the London Book Fair and we got along really, really well. And she was telling me, you know, talk to everyone. I was like, no one wants to talk to everyone, so rude here. So um, we spoke from then, but um, because I had I'd self-published my first book because I was trying to be this author and I couldn't get an agent and I couldn't get work experience. I couldn't even get like... A job in Waterstones I just couldn't get anything in books at all and I was like a dancer and none of my friends read books and it was just very isolating I met Helen and she's like you know make sure you communicate in this book world and I found it really difficult and then I got an agent I think like six months later or something like six months after my book came out and um I started getting lots of authors just asked like oh how do you get an agent how did you self-publish how do you this and Helen would get you going how do you do PR and we kind of spoke about it but Prior to that, um, I was I was like a manager for like this dance fitness, um, what is it? I guess like an agency, I guess you would have put that. And I remember being super frustrated because I just wanted to write books and I just wanted to do that. And, you know, I just was so sick of dancing. And I was speaking to the lady in charge, who's like one of my closest friends. And she was just like, why don't you apply for like Virgin Startup and get some money and, you know, start up like this business of helping authors. And I was like, oh, like Virgin gonna give me money, you know, and I was so like defeated. And I'm not a defeatist person, but I was fully no, like my breaking point. And I remember I just went home and I just applied. Like, I applied knowing I'm not gonna get this money and I'm wasting my time, but I'm gonna prove a point to show that I'm right and I'm not gonna get this money. And I did that and then, um, I got asked to come in to head office. I didn't know that wasn't like a normal thing. And I remember telling Helen, Helen was like, oh my God, I've been thinking about this too. So I was like, why don't you come with me? And then that's kind of how the author school kind of came about was through that. Quite, quite a story doing it like out of spite to prove that it will not happen <laughs> and then it happens. How devastating. Everything's out of spite with being objective. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, was there anyone else involved in starting up to the awards then or was it just you two? We had a, a girl called Louisa who was working with us and she, I think that same day, she was like, oh, I'll do a logo. <laughs> she done like a logo. Yeah. And then we just brought the domains and then we like launched it. And we, to be honest, we really didn't know how it was going to go, to be really honest with you. We had never done our own awards before. We're, you know, we're pretty quite known in the industry. We've got like loads of things going on, but it was like, 
are people going to submit to this? Are we positioning it right? Are we? Is it weird if we just make it UK and we exclude all the US authors? Yeah. And it was really like, we wasn't sure, but people jumped on it really quickly and it, it really did its own promotion. Like Hive and all these places were doing all like these pages about it. There was lots of libraries doing like lots of stands about it. We were being asked to talk a lot about it. We were just like, oh, okay. And we didn't, we didn't know how many books we would get. So we were like, well, let's just read them as they come in. And <laughs> just stupid. And we had over 50 oh. books that Mina had to read. And it was, it was not, it wasn't fun, actually. <laughs> not at all. Well, thank God for lockdown, because I mean, you know, we had to read 50 books in like a few, like literally a handful of months. And um, as well as, you know, running the PR agency and Abiella's writing career and hashtag press and author school and everything else and honestly if, if it wasn't for the lockdown I don't think we'd have been able to do it because obviously we weren't we weren't able to go out and do other stuff so it was yeah. like reading was was as for a lot of people was kind of the thing but we do did. you know what was difficult about it was we're open from January to May, so it's quite a lot of time and mm-hmm. the book was kind of coming in gradually and as as it kind of got out we were getting loads of books. I remember like the last, like maybe the last day or so, Hachette sent over like a box of books. And I was just like, oh, oh my God, I, just, I can't do any more reading. And it, I mean, it was good because I think like, you know, we probably got winners from that box anyway. But like literally, I remember just being like, this is just too much work. And then me and Helen, you know, we don't have actually similar tastes in books actually. So, you know, it's quite rare for us to like a book at the same time. And we were like, you know going back and forth but oh this book get through. oh my god I hated this book oh you hate this and it was just like yeah it was really <laughs> it was really great and then obviously we had planned to do like this whole party to announce the winner and then we were in lockdown and we were like what are we meant to do do we just put a tweet out like what do we do but it had gotten so much bigger than we thought it was like we have to kind of do something and so luckily my friend um she's very good at like um editing and film and that stuff, stuff like that so we got her to to do stuff but explain to someone who doesn't really read books about books and all that you know it was actually really difficult like just yeah I didn't think it would be but it actually was quite difficult explaining to her about the different books and what's YA and sort of stuff like that so yeah mm-hmm. it was funny yeah so I was about to ask about like I mean you've kind of covered it a little bit there but sort of unexpected things that crop you know unexpected challenges from <laughs> yeah. um like running pandemic. the book festival for the uh, the book awards sorry for the first year and I assume um yeah you weren't expecting a pandemic to <laughs> happen and um, maybe got is was there anything else that cropped up that you found more challenging than expected I mean I think like books just were like went missing like people be like we sent books we didn't get it or you'd get multiple books sometimes we got books and then we were like messaging the publisher like you haven't actually entered this is this is this for the awards and they wouldn't get back and we're like is it is it for you and it was just like a bit confusing or people were sending books because so we work the the year prior so for this year we want books that are published last year mm-hmm. so we're getting books published that year we were like it's not open they're like can you hold on to it for next year we were like well, I mean I don't have space in my house it was things like that that I found difficult and then when we had like the judges for the shortlist making sure they had all the books and you know just one of the judges was just being a little bit challenging and it was it was very yeah it was quite a lot so it was a little bit harder than I thought it would be 
because I didn't really have an expectation for it. Yeah, it was it was it was fun though. It was cool to see the industry get behind it and actually like take it seriously. And I think that's what gets me the most that people take this award seriously. Which I know probably sounds stupid. I was like, I can't believe the awards we literally made up. People take this seriously. That is kind <laughs> of amazing. Really. Quite gratifying as well, I guess, for it to be still relatively early on in it as well, oh. and for it still to have a bit of yeah clout already. It, I mean, I I didn't I I kind of I knew we'd be able to do it because like you know we we do put hundred percent into everything we do, but I just didn't I didn't really think I thought it would take a couple of years to build up. You know, I thought it would be one of those things where we'd get like 20 entries and, you know, we'd struggle to kind of get any resonance with the industry. Um, and it was the complete opposite. You know, like we got so many entries, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. We got loads of support from the industry. There was, you know, amazing press coverage. I mean, there was there's probably more press coverage last year than there is this year. And I think the reason why that's why that happened is because of the pandemic. Again, it's just like there were so many people just sitting around waiting for stuff to happen almost, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just such a I weird of, I year. Think also because of Black Lives Matter as well. And you know, the whole um diversity angle as well obviously helped. Um, but like lots of schools were basically like saying, we just didn't know what diverse books to get. So now we're just gonna basically mm-hmm. just buy your whole list. So that was really cool. And then we saw okay. some of the books that had got onto like our shortlist, they were then nominated for Carnegie, which we'd like to think we had some for <laughs> Like, you know, it was really cool. And like, just so, something like, for example, Chinglish, like Sue's book and stuff. Like I'd never heard of that book before. And that was actually the last book I read for the awards. And that obviously won the YA. And that's what I like about the awards is that there's just authors who have never heard of before. And there's books I've never heard of. And I think sometimes in this industry, when it comes to diversity, they kind of pick certain people to be like the face. And those are all the people that you hear about. But yet there's like so many other talented authors that you don't hear about for whatever reason. And everyone should read their books. So I love that we can discover so many new, like they're not even new writers. They're just writers I just haven't heard from for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And we can promote them and other people can read their work and hopefully they get, you know, they get the flowers they deserve to be getting in the first Mm -hmm. place, you know. (laughs) So, um, yeah, how then are this year's awards going so far? (laughs) If you can tell me anything, if it's not all confidential. I can tell you we've got a lot more um, entries in this year. You know, we've pretty much, we've pretty much, doubled um from last year which is amazing and I think that's that's kind of cool because a it shows that there are more diverse books out there um Mm. but also it shows that the the people are becoming more aware of the of the awards obviously you can't really ever work out exactly well which one is it more of we hope it's that there's more diverse books out there diverse and inclusive books out there I mean I think that there it's interesting to see that there are more um independent publishing houses submitting yeah um, all the big publishers have submitted you know so it's it's definitely on the radar now of people but also they've got something to submit you know which yeah. is really good mm-hmm. I think we also got more support like like last year I remember seeing like Hive doing that whole thing about it and then this year we had like Gardeners doing a page about it Peter's doing a page about it we had Amazon get in touch saying they want to do a whole thing about it so it was just like wow like that's you know that's really it's it's really it's just really nice and I'm still surprised people care to be honest um yeah and it's just really cool and even just having the sponsors and 
work on new partnerships like even with you guys and stuff like it's just really cool and we're always trying to think of ways to just make the prize bigger and what you get for it just more but um I think the difference between one and two like year one and two is 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 big and yeah it's really it's yeah it's fun I think I've enjoyed it more this time around because I think I knew what to expect more than last year when we were kind of like I don't know if anyone's going to submit to this <laughs> yeah we were just we were just sort of feeling our way weren't we we didn't really know how it was going to go um, yeah this year we kind of like learned what worked what didn't and yeah try and trying to build it and build it I mean yeah. long term there's no reason why this awards can't be you know a, a, an international thing where you know you've got like the diverse book awards in America you've got a diverse book awards in Australia you know but at the moment for us it's all about trying to spotlight the, the UK-based talent and what mm-hmm. UK publishing is doing and there's so much negativity around diversity and inclusivity in publishing and rightly so you know don't get me wrong there's a load of stuff that needs to be done but you kind of think that you will you kind of you know, just human nature you need to kind of encourage the positive as well you know you can't just always be focused on what's not being done you know you kind of for the for the books that are amazing and just look at the long list for this year it's incredible the list mm-hmm. you just think you know these people there are authors out there illustrators publishers editors working so hard um and there's so much negativity around it but actually there's some really good stuff happening as well and hopefully inspire people you know they, they see how well a book does or what attention it gets because of the diverse book awards you know that might you know because publishers are all money driven right so it's like they might actually see benefits of of doing yeah. some some more diverse and inclusive books I, on think a commercial I think there's been an increase in diverse books a thousand percent what I really love about this year is that there was a lot of anticipation about the awards a lot of people are like I can't wait wait to see the long list and that was really mm. nice people were like generally excited to see what would be on the list and we were kind of like god I hope hope we picked the right books to be on the list but no that was really nice just the anticipation of it. it was cool so um when are you able to tell us when we'll hear this year's shortlist um yeah well, it's going to be in September um and then the winner will be announced in October so we're following the same sort of timeline as we did last year basically yeah um are you able to tell us about this year's judging panel yeah this year's judging was it was different this year we had to have sponsors so we can get like more prizes and whatnot and um we then tried to make people who sponsor the judge which pretty much worked out that way but then we had other people reach out to us and want to work with us so we had world book day had asked us to be part of like their um advisory team and they had asked if they could judge be one of the judges as well we always make sure we have teenage judges for the kids on YA because I think I mean I think their votes are the most important because these books are written for them like we want to know what what do you think of these books more than like the 50 year olds <laughs> doing or reading YA um and um yeah we always want to get like a bookseller in there so we try to make it very varied but this year we did open up in a way of like submissions we did say people if you want to put your name forward to be a judge because what I don't like about book awards judges I find it very um I don't know what a word is but it's like oh, what's the word not prestigious not I don't know if that's the right word but I feel like everyone's always trying to get like that New York Times bestselling author to be a judge and this head of this magazine and it's all very mm. you know like that. Their status yeah status thank mm. you and it's not mm. usually the most diverse and we were kind of like do you know what we kind of want to know what 
does this person who works at the local shop what do you think about it like we mm. want to know different opinions and at the the long list judges was a mix of people in the industry and a mix of people who weren't in the industry like one of my friends was a judge she's a lawyer and I was like I want to know what you think and she judged the adults and she had very strong views about how it looks you know what I mean because these books you know when we write books we're not giving it to the industry we're giving it to just readers and I think it's important that it's more varied so we we had definitely had a very good diverse range of judges and it was very interesting the long list was interesting because everyone had different top tens pretty much and we were just like wow that didn't go the way I thought (laughs) so um, yeah you've kind of maybe touched on it a little bit but can you just tell us who exactly the awards are open to well they're open to anybody who was published in the previous year anybody's book that was published in the previous year so this year it's books that were published in 2020 and um obviously they need to be diverse and inclusive um and the book needs to be diverse and inclusive. yeah sorry the book um and um and they they need to be either well they need to be in the UK at the moment the authors you know they need to be kind of resident in the UK um they don't have to be British you know but they do have to have been they have to be here basically um more than they're somewhere else like so you know if some I think we have somebody say oh did you know that this person's Australian I'm like yeah but they live in the UK it's fine um so we're not we're trying to you know we we don't want it to be too difficult to enter because that's another thing that's a real bugbear is when an award is just so complicated you know the book has to have been published between the 13th of January and the 2nd of March two years ago you know it's just so complicated um, or even more annoying is that you know your book has to be published in six months time and that then eliminates small publishers because lots of small publishers don't can't think that far ahead like you know they're not like traditional publishers that kind of plan things three years in advance so we just want, didn't want it to be difficult to enter so having a whole year having that they have to be UK based that the book has to be diverse you know that to us seemed to be a fair guideline um, yeah and open to self-published authors as well a lot of book awards they don't want to include self-published authors or they want to make it separate or they enter they have to like pay like an entry fee which you shouldn't pay an entry fee for an award that's stupid and so we wanted to open up self-published I mean today I think most diverse books do come from self-published authors um and also I just think if there's a chance for a self-published book to win an award or get on a shortlist a long list that does wonders for that and for someone who has been a self-published author before it's mm. it does so much for you to mm. get that recognition and they everyone just needs a chance and I feel like publishing is so like like you know if you're not Closed. a top mm. five I don't know you can't look at me almost thing and it's like we've moved on it's 2021 we're not like that anymore like we need to open up the gates and stop being so stupid and acting like self-published authors can't write good books because mm. they can't so what kind of books do you get most excited to receive? Oh, me is definitely YA and kids. I'm not, I do read adult books. I feel like some, someone said to me, that, do you even read adult books? I do read adult books, but I, I love, I love YA and I love middle grade. That's like what I write in. That's just my thing. So I love those kind of books. And usually with those books, I've usually read most of them when they've come in anyway. So that works I feel like Helen would say hers is more adult <laughs> yeah it is I love I love um like a psychological thriller sort of like real kind of gritty crime you know like um 
I'm not really into, I'm not massively into historical fiction, although saying that there was one book on the list that is kind of pretty much historical fiction and it's brilliant. Yeah, um, that's true. But, so I'm quite open, I am quite open. I, I definitely am reading more YA now than I ever have done um, because of the awards. And that's that's cool because it kind of opens up a whole new genre for me. So I'm I'm like reading books that people were really like gushing over a couple of years ago. And I'm like, I'm now reading them then. Oh, cool and I think I think that's again that's like an age thing like you know when I was a teenager YA wasn't really a thing and and then I sort of so I missed it and then early 20s it was like straight into sort of adult books you know like crime thrillers and psychological thrillers and stuff so I kind of missed it almost um missed the boat really on the YA thing so I'm now sort of like I say catching up and it's quite fun and the diverse book awards YA long list I've I really enjoyed pretty much all of those books on there I really really loved them so, it's so um, good. And I wouldn't have read it I wouldn't have read those before yeah for the diverse book awards and this year we've had a lot more LGBT books come through a lot more than last year actually yeah, cool. I think we have them all covered we've got a book of like a bisexual character we've got lesbian we've got gay we've got trans we've pretty much covered it all <laughs> so <laughs> that's quite that's quite cool. I feel like I've learned quite a bit as well reading, especially the ones about trans. I feel like I've learned quite a lot in, in that sense. So that's been good. Uh this year's Wigtown YA Festival, we are featuring last year's Diverse Book Award uh, YA winner um, Su Chung. Hmm. And so I was just wondering, uh, what did you two think about that book? Oh, we, just, that's, we both loved it. Like that is that's one where we didn't have any debate. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I suppose I it's a bit it. of a loaded question because it did win. So yeah, <laughs> it's just. I mean, it, I, I, I just think I, I kind of when I talk about Chinglish, I just say you just need to read it. It's like the quickest read. Like you, you, you know, yeah. just give, just give a couple couple of hours up and you're gonna read it, and it will and, and it will stay with you. If that's yeah. what I love about that's what I love about it is that it stays with you. Like I read that book now over a year ago, and I can still sort of remember yeah. the feelings and stuff that I had reading it. It's such a good book. There's this girl that there's a Chinese takeaway up the road, and there's a girl that that hangs out there because her mum owns it and she hates being there and it's so funny, and it reminds me so much of Chinglish. And I was telling her about it, and I said I keep telling her I'm gonna drop her a copy. I keep going to do it every time I go and order my dumplings. She's like, "Have you got the book?" I'm like, "Oh, I'll bring it <laughs> next time." But um, it reminded me so much of her. But I just I just thought it was so funny, yeah. And the fact it was like you know, pretty much based on her life just made it even more hilarious for me. But that was the last book I read of the award. I remember calling Helen and being like, have you read Chinglish? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this book is so funny. I was like, this needs to win. It's so good. So I'm really glad that she's getting the recognition. She deserves yeah. that book. And um, Abiola, I believe that you're um, chairing Sue's event at yes. uh, Wigtown YA. So um, is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to discussing with her or finding out about the book? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. That is a good question. A little sneak preview, mm. maybe, of Winter Y. I think, like, what I'd like to get from Sue is more like her determination to be an author, considering her background and the things that she's had to go through. Because obviously, you read Chinglish, you'll kind of see that. I think the fact that she's become this successful author is such a great testament. And I can imagine there's loads, I mean, think of the girl that works in the Chinese restaurant that I know. I can manage to so many kids in that position who just feel like they're kind of stuck and they're almost, they're almost here to take over this business 
from their family and kind of stay within this kind of circle and she's almost broken that and I think that's like a really important message I'd like to Mm. kind of learn a bit more about. So um, that's um, the end of my questions now but before we go uh, if there are any listeners that are uh, interested in finding out more about the Diverse Book Awards where would be the best place for them to look? Um, our website, which is just diversebookawards.co.uk, <laughs> or uh, Twitter, um, the DB Awards, um, and we're on Instagram. We just recently joined TikTok. Trying to figure out TikTok is very fun. So if you're on TikTok, follow us, and we'll figure it out together. Um, yeah, we're all over the place, but we open in January. So if you have something for 2021, you want to enter for the 2022 awards. We open in January, and they are more than welcome to enter. Thanks to Abiola and Helen for answering our questions. Please join us in September for more from the Diverse Book Awards with our Sue Chung event. Thanks for listening.